Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at onlinewarriorspodcast.com. It's time to get nerdy. It's the 30 and Nerdy Podcast with your hosts, Josh Davis and Tyler McDaniel. Brought to you by Advertising Expressions, Encore Theatrical Company, Freddy Cat Productions. 30 and Nerdy is a next wave podcast and a bad cast company production. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join the conversation using the hashtag 30andNerdyPod. Find us in the Pod Nation on Podchaser.com and rate this episode. Got something to say? Let us know. Email us at 30andNerdyPod at gmail.com. Cheers to you, nerds. And now your hosts, Josh Davis and Tyler McDaniel. What's up, nerds and nerdettes? This is the podcast where everyone knows your name. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. I'm Josh. And I'm Tyler. And this is 30 and Nerdy. And we are coming at you from the Fortress of Nerditude with yours truly, the registered nerd practitioner, the founder of Nerdlidge, the Andy Bro Nerd of this office, the Mac. And always great to be joined by my co-host, the juicy one, the notorious JLD, with his PhD in nerdology, Sergeant Fat Sound Effect himself. That one was good. Yeah, I haven't heard that in years. Gosh, <laughs> Doctor Davis, Mister McDaniel. <laughs> I haven't been called Mister McDaniel in years. So, if you are listening to us, thank you for for joining us again. We missed you. You were missed. I know you missed us. Um, and if you are just tuning in to 30 and Nerdy, we are also on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, the one you're listening to us on right now, and of course we have a YouTube channel. You can catch us on CastBox FM and also on podchaser.com. Now what we like about Podchaser is you don't just rate shows there, but you rate individual episodes. And when you rate our episodes and shows, we hope that you'll give us five stars. And if you didn't think it was five star worthy, you still need to let us know because that lets us know what you like and what you don't like. But give us the five stars anyway. Yes. Or else. And then an individual email. Be like, I gave you five stars, but I didn't like it. And we'll just be like, okay, we'll do less of that in the future. But thank you for your five stars. Maybe. Possibly. 
No, we li- we kid. We listen to you. We listen to the nerds out in the nerdiverse. Uh, you can also follow along the conversation while you're listening. Let us know what you're thinking uh, at hashtag three zero and nerdy pod on Twitter, Facebook, uh, wherever you are social media at these days. Uh, we are there as well. So let us know. Uh, so what's up, Doc? I got a lot on my mind. First of all, I'm thinking. How come Cherry Coke isn't a sponsor of the show? We have cracked open so many Cherry Cokes throughout the past year of recording this podcast. There's a whole wall here uh, in the fortress, ladies and gentlemen. You can't see it. But sitting next to me, I have a wall of stacked up cans of Cherry Coke. Because we stay up late doing this show. Get the the caffeine going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Working hard for you, you nerds out there. You the people. And you just heard we just released uh, uh, yes, a few um, hours ago. We, a by few the time hours ago, this. by the time you're listening to this. Um, actually, by the time you're listening to this episode, it was Monday. Oh, yeah. Yes. So a couple days. A couple days before you're listening to this, we, uh, we of course, between me having a show and, and illness striking the, the city of Morristown, uh, we had to postpone a couple of weeks. So we have been busting our butts to keep up and to re-hash re, uh, out the entire season so mm-hmm. we're not behind. Yeah. And uh, we had to record two or three in a row to catch up on the schedule. So we are now caught up. Yeah. So this past Monday... Uh, as you are listening to this, it's Wednesday. So this past Monday, we released our theater nerd one, our second one. Yeah. Uh, to nerd or not to nerd, Act and, Two. And, and just when you thought we were done, just when you thought you were rid of the thirty nerdy boys, bam, boom, we come back. Here's your next weekly one with this one right here. And and this look one, out, this one is is fantastic. But Mondays, you should definitely check that out um, because. We had a lot of people enjoy the first theater nerd one we did, so yeah. we did a second one. But the cool thing about this one is we don't not only bring you new theater terms to educate you, we also talk about different theater nerds that we have met in our past. Yeah, uh, and everyone knows these people. Probably pretty recognizable yes. to you if yes. you have been involved in the theater. Uh, and and we also discuss some etiquette. We did of the theater, which is whether good for you be in the seats watching or on the stage performing, etiquette follows you everywhere so we did break down some of the most important rules in the theater yeah uh so we hope that you'll check that out and uh share it and let us know what you think and especially um with uh ha- having to do two episodes it- it's been a lot but uh we here we are on this one this one is um pretty exciting uh we we, we haven't talked enough about video games um Not nearly just enough. here and there uh so Recently, IGN released the top 20 video games of the past decade. So we thought we would do an entire episode uh, talking about the past decade of video games. And when I went and did the research for this episode, it has definitely been the decade of the war games. And I'm not talking about old wrestling. Um, I'm talking about war video games. Oh, um, war games like yes, the like, event. Like, yes, like uh, yeah, war games. Uh-huh. So uh, this week we are going to be talking about the top 20 video games of the past decade. Uh, we're also going to be uh, breaking down a new nerd vocabulary word mm-hmm. and talking nerd news. We are. Um, but first. Yes. But first. I have more things on my mind. What is that? Well, folks, ladies and gentlemen, you are currently witnessing. Well, I guess you're not witnessing. You are... Listening to, you are hearing the end of an era. 
He didn't want me to bring it up. I can tell by the expression on his miserable little face over there. Our our friend Tyler here, he's he's about to step out and take forth on a new journey, a new adventure. Mm-hmm. He's going to pack up and move to Atlanta. We're super excited for him. It's going to be a big change, but it's going to be a good change. Great yes. things are going to happen. He's going to try out this whole starving artist thing for a little bit, I guess. <laughs> It's going to be great. But never fear, people. The show will will go on. You can't get rid of us that easily. Exactly. We've already got things planned out. We already have a system in place of how mm-hmm. we're going to do things. It's going to be great. And we've already practiced that system, and you all have no idea that we did it. <laughs> Lots <laughs> of you don't. Yeah, a lot of you did not know we practiced that system because it worked seamlessly. It was great. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm, like I told you off air, I'm like a duck on a pond. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the surface... The duck is calm and collective, but <laughs> under that water, those feet are going 100 miles kicking. a minute, yeah. just kicking, trying to stay afloat. So uh, I'm very excited, very nervous. Um, yeah, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but yeah. It's going to be great, man. It really it is. is. And, and in all seriousness, you know, it, it was about this time a year ago that yeah. I I was sitting at uh, my friend David's house, and we were watching this video of these two guys on Good Mythical Morning. Mm-hmm. I think that's the name of the show. And I thought, hey... I could do something like, I mean, not as good as them, of course, but I could do something kind of like this. And the first person I think of, of course, is the person sitting right across from me. So I I hit him up and I said, hey, what if we did this podcast stop thing? And he was like, I don't even have to think about it. Yes. (laughs) And, you know, we've we've done a lot of absolutely a lot of work on this thing over the past year. And, you know, it was just for fun and everything. Mm But for two dudes Sitting in my basement with a computer and two microphones and a bunch of cherry coke, you in know. Morristown, Tennessee. <laughs> you know, we're really not doing too bad with no, this thing, and and it's really uh, been a lot of fun. It and I, I'm so glad that we've you know uh, experienced this yeah. this thing together. And I'm excited for the next step of your journey. It's going to be a little different for us. You know, I'm going to be uh, looking at an empty chair next time we record, which will be a little weird, but. You know what? It's not like I'm not going to still see you all the yeah. time. So, yeah. And it'll just make the episodes when we do get together that much more. Absolutely. Special. It'll be monumental. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we're going to get to the rest of our episode after a word uh, from our sponsor. Oh. Right. <laughs> our friends over at Encore Theatrical Company are giving you the opportunity to experience live theater for free. That's right. Absolutely on the house. Encore's young stars are performing their production of Disney's Beauty and the Beast Jr. on February 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th right here in East Tennessee. On February 6th, you can catch the show at Cock County High School in Newport at 7 p.m. February 7th at Maury Middle School in Dandridge at 7 p.m. February 8th, you have two chances to see the show at Manly Baptist Church in Morristown at 3 and 7 p.m. And also on February 9th at Creative Theater in Sevierville at 3 p.m. Make sure you check out the show if you're in the East Tennessee area. And to get more information, you can go to etcplays.org. All right. So, since we're talking video games and we do not talk them enough, um, and I am sure that there are even nerds out there that aren't really gaming nerds. So I thought, kind of like we did with theater, I um, have some some different terminology used in video games amongst video game nerds, if okay. you will, uh, that I might I thought might help people when they hear them 
out in the wild. This could be helpful to me as well. Yes. So, if and especially today, technology, you hear the term backward compatible a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah yes, yeah. especially with new game systems yes. coming out. Uh, backward compatible, uh, it's a game system that supports games that were made for the previous version of that system. Yes. For instance, and... Um, Xbox Gold, as well as Game Pass, is doing a lot of this in the Xbox world, and I'm sure PlayStation did the same thing. Um, the Xbox One came out. However, it is releasing some games like Left 4 Dead 2 that you can play on Xbox One. It's not an Xbox One game. It's an Xbox 360 game. Right. But the fact that you can play a 360 game on an Xbox One makes it... Backwards compatible. So this is a good thing to know if you're yes. a parent or a grandparent and yes. you're purchasing things for a, uh, the child in your life. You know, these are the questions to ask. Is this system backwards compatible? Is yes. this game backwards compatible? Yes, absolutely. These are the questions. So, moving on is ESRB. Oh, very good. Do you know what this is? I do. This is the rating system. Yes. For a video game. Yes. Entertainment Software Ratings Board. An industry organization that has developed a rating system for computer and video games. Mm -hmm. That's where you'll see E for everyone, M for mature. Um, the first, what was the first M for mature game that you ever got to play? Ooh, um, I don't. What year was the uh, rating thing started? Because they they were on sixty four games. Okay, so I played the original Doom ah. on uh, the computer. Pretty sure that would be... Yeah, that know, was definitely ready yeah. mature. I cannot remember if my first one, it was a 64 game, was... It was either Duke Nukem or Turok. <laughs> yeah. One of those two. They were both ready mature. Yeah. I cannot remember which one I played first. Um, but at first I was like, what's so mature about it? Yeah. And then I played Duke Nukem and I was like, oh, Wow. Again, if you're a parent, pay attention to the ratings, yes. people. If your kid wants a game for Christmas or a birthday and you bring it home and they pop it in and they're like shooting people up and you're yes. offended by this, pay attention to the rating. If there's a big M on the front down in the corner, that Absolutely. means it's not for your little one. Absolutely. It reminds me of when the first Deadpool movie came out. Oh, and yeah. All the marketing was hitting and it was very vocal. The it's marketing a, was very vocal movie. about. This is not for children. It's a rated yeah. R movie. When I went opening night of Deadpool in Pigeon Forge, there was a six-year-old on a mother's lap in yeah. front of us, and she was complaining the entire time on how offensive this was. And I was like, you lived under a rock then. See, and that's even worse because, like, the ratings for movies, everybody knows about that. Like, yeah. oh, this movie's already yeah, you, you've you know been that. living under a rock. Not if everybody you didn't knows know about, rated R. Yeah, not everybody knows about the game rating thing. Like when I used to work at GameStop, yeah. if we sold people M games, like we had to make sure to point it out to them. And this woman on Black Friday bought uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Two, mm -hmm. and I said, just so you know, this game is ready to mature. She's like, oh, he's like five; he'll be fine. It's okay. <laughs> and I don't know if she meant like she had a really super mature five year old, or he's five; it's all going to go over his head. But either way, uh, yeah. I didn't think that was a good <laughs> idea. So and this one is uh, a very popular word these days: NPC. Non-playable character. Mm -hmm. Now, a game character under the control of an AI. For instance, if you were playing Skyrim, okay, the only NPCs that don't exist is you. 
pretty much. It's a world of NPCs. Yeah, everybody's an NPC. Everybody is an NPC. Except the character you're playing. Except the character you're playing. However, there are some games like uh, arcade-based games. Everyone's a playable character. So that term really started coming to light in the previous era of video games. Big yeah. RPGs, you know, like the the Elder Scrolls, the Zelda games, stuff like that. Sure. Any type of, uh, like, uh, game, where, like role-playing. Yes. There's a ton of it in that. So yes. if you think back to the earliest role-playing games you play, there was probably a lot of NPCs in, in that game. Yes, and speaking of, that's our next term. Okay. RPG. Ah. Role-playing game. A game in which the gamer takes on the part of the character. Now, technically, every game is a role-playing game. But it sure. can be kind of subdivided into a definition of... You pick up a different sword, it changes your sword. You pick up different armor, it changes your armor. Your actions control the outcome yeah, of the game. We most commonly refer to things like where you choose your like the character's morality. Is he going to yes. be a good guy or a bad guy? What's he going to say? Is he going to be helpful to people or is he going to shoot him in the face? Yes. You know, that type of thing. Absolutely. Um, and the last one is analog control. Mm-hmm. A type of controller that is sensitive to the degree in which a button or joystick is pushed. Which is the way most games are today. Yes, yes. Um, In 1995, (laughs) we wouldn't have dreamed of such a thing. No, we would not have. Um, Those uh, Super Nintendo controllers were not very sensitive. No. Um, As a matter of fact, I probably went through a few Super Nintendo controllers because... They weren't sensitive enough, I felt. Mm -hmm. And that B button just would not push fast enough or hard enough. And I would would break my controllers quite a bit. So I'd have to get a controller. Um, My hands would get really sweaty from holding the controllers so tight. Yes, yes. Um, And funny story, um, when the Mario Party games really got started with Nintendo 64, my brother, Nolan, was extremely good at this one mini game and all you had to do in the mini game was spin that center joystick mm. spin it like crazy yeah he would he one day he played that game so much that he blistered a perfect circle into his hand that's the palm what, of his hand that's what we call dedication that is dedication um but yeah those are some of your vocabulary words for video gaming i hope it taught some of you all uh if you have not heard any of those terms uh Take, memorize them, especially those rating ones, parents. Yeah, you need to if know any it. parents yeah. listen. Uh, and if you have questions about anything else with video games, let us up. Absolutely. We're nice guys. We won't bite. Yeah. Not too hard, at least. Um, so, why don't we get on to your favorite segment? Let's do it. It's called Whatcha what Watching. So, JD, what you watching? Um, I really don't have much to say this time around because <laughs> you binged uh, a lot. I, I yeah, I really have just been focusing a lot on the Clone Wars, and we've talked about Star Wars for like two months straight. And I don't want to make people sick of it, but I did finish the Clone Wars. I talked about that on uh, the last episode. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, I am watching Rebels now. I'm about midway through season two, so I am burning it down. So which one do you like better? I think I like Clone Wars better. Yeah, I really do. Uh, you know, the complaint that so many people have had is, well, it's a cartoon, it's for kids, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but there's a lot Family of good story. A cartoon. <laughs> That's true. It's not for kids. Um, but this one is extra cartoonish, I think, Rebels is. Yeah. And this was really, like, 
Clone Wars was Cartoon Network. It was not Disney affiliated. No. Rebels came from Disney XD, which is, you know, very childish. It's Disney. So there's still some depth to it and there's a lot of connections to the Clone Wars, a whole lot. And there's some like the end of season 1 and beginning of season 2, that whole little span of time was top-notch, great, cool. great stuff. Uh so I'm enjoying that. But I also like Clone Wars more because it's characters that I, I know and I'm familiar with. Yeah. You know, there's Yoda and Obi-Wan and Anakin and all of them are are in the episodes. And this, it's a whole new set of characters for the most part. Now, um, but wouldn't Rebels um, technically be the original trilogy since they're called Rebels? Yes. So uh, Rebels takes place, like, I think a couple of years before Episode 4. Yes. Uh, so the original Star Wars. It's it's like uh, right in that time span. So cool. this is after the events of the Clone Wars. Cool. Yeah. Well, I um I texted you and Logan in the group, and I said I just watched a movie that the two of you absolutely need to see. It's called The Rise of Superheroes. Okay. And I mean, it is a phenomenal. I mean, it's a two hour documentary about basically. The birth of the genre. Yeah, I love documentaries. All starting with that Batman 89. Like, that's when it really became a brand. They're like, yeah, we had some live-action Adam West stuff. We had some, you know, Superman back in the day. But this was the first time, apparently, that you saw non-nerds branding branded with the bat. Where might one catch this documentary? You can get this on Amazon uh, if you have Prime. Oh, perfect. Uh, it's on Prime. Good. And it's also on Vudu. If you don't do Prime and you do Vudu, to where you can rent and buy stuff. And Vudu actually started doing free stuff, too, with ads. Good, good. Um, so, Vudu or Amazon Prime, or, I'm, I'm, of course, I'm sure you can buy it somewhere else, like yeah. off of wherever. iTunes or something. iTunes or something like that. But it is phenomenal. It goes from 89 to legitimately uh, a little bit for Infinity War. It ends... Mm-hmm. or it, you can tell that they stopped taking in footage around the hiring of maybe Civil War around Holland's hiring. Okay, and a little bit after that, but I mean, it goes from Batman '89 all the way up through today's stuff. So Excellent. it covers literally the history. I definitely will. Watch uh, it's that. fantastic. Yeah. It, I learned a lot. I love documentaries, and if it's about superheroes, one yeah. of my favorite topics uh, yeah, of all time. I'm I'm there for that. I highly recommend it to you. I'll check that out. Uh, So, uh, why don't we move on to the nerd news? All right. Time for some nerd news. It is rumored at Paramount that the Transformiverse is now split into two separate universes. The new universe that Bumblebee is set in and the reboot universe that is heading in the Beast Wars direction. Hmm. Did you see Bumblebee? No. I did. Thoughts? He's your favorite, so. Uh, it was okay. I, I, I liked it. That's one Cena's in? Uh, yeah, John Cena is gotcha. in that one. But I couldn't see him. Gotcha. I heard he was a part of it. Yeah. But I never it. saw him. He has that problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm kind of excited that there's thought of going in the Beast Wars direction because I loved that show. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed that show. Megatron is a T-Rex um, it's just really cool. The new Pirates of the Caribbean franchise will be getting not just a reboot, but what sounds like a new revamp or redo. 
Though Disney recently said that they wanted was a reboot, they have changed their heading. It is reported that they may suggest a live-action Disney Plus series with a younger Jack Sparrow. One name mentioned in talks is Zac Efron. I don't know about Zac Efron uh, or not, but I, I think would that, like a young Jack Sparrow. I think that's a, a better idea than rebooting everything. Yes, um, um, it's really to... not been that long. No, it hasn't. So uh, another movie, especially rebooted, I would be like, I'm not going to see it because yeah. I just saw him. And people love Jack Sparrow, yeah. so um, stick to it. Yeah, I don't know about Zac, but I like the idea of a Disney Plus series. Uh, especially if it's, I think Zac Efron is totally capable. Absolutely, I mean, you know he did the Ted Bundy thing, and that yeah. was that was a big deal. Oof, was he he can powerful. He can do anything. I'm I'm sure. I have faith in him. Yeah. But uh, kind of like and dance and shoot a basketball at the same kinda, time. There you go. But kind of <laughs> like Rob Pattinson, he's not the person I first think of when I think. When you of think Jack Sparrow? Jack Sparrow. I got you. Moving on, Taron Egerton in to- is in talks to play Seymour in the remake of Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. Um, also, uh, I, I don't know how I feel about it, remaking the movie. I did not see Rocketman yet, so I don't know. phenomenal. I heard nothing but good things about it, so I don't know how I feel about this guy, but I did see The Kingsman. Yeah. I didn't like those very much. Isn't, isn't, uh, but Taron's the voice to the gorilla and sing, isn't he? And he's that too. Great voice. But I don't know. I just don't know if we need a reboot to Little Shop. I mean, the Rick Moranis movie is still... It's a classic. It's still pretty good to me. Yeah, but it wasn't really the same as like the stage musical, though. Like no, there are some differences that I think are. they could incorporate into this version. The movie had kind of a good, good ending. <laughs> so it's a lot different. Um, moving on. In a recent interview, Lin Manuel Miranda stated that the Hamilton movie will be a film of the original show for the big screen, and it would seem that the what's now hashtag Hamill film is uh, being produced by Disney. Disney bought the rights. Lin-Manuel Miranda works very closely with Disney, yes. so that, it doesn't that would shock me. That would not have happened if he wasn't comfortable with it. Oh, no. You know no, what I mean? No. Uh, but it's literally, it's just a, it's their cast recording. Let's just hope that it's better than Cats. Oh. Which I didn't I, see. Again, I think that's why they're doing the cast recording, basically. Yeah. Of the original cast, because don't touch it. You know, I think Catch just learned don't don't change it. Yeah, they would have been better off to do a stage version of. The- well, from what Kevin Smith says about it, from what he knows about it, it sounds like production of that movie was just a nightmare to begin with. So yeah, that, yeah. that has a big effect on your final product. Yeah, pretty much. Dot Jones, known as Coach Beast in Glee. Oh yeah, uh, just got cast as Dennis Dupree in Broadway's revival of The Rock of Ages. Hey, uh, marking her as the first female Dennis on Broadway. Interesting. I'm I sure she'll be great. We've done Rock of Ages. Yeah, and our good friend Ian was Dennis, who was fantastic at it. Um, I think she'll be good. It'll be intriguing. I agree. I think it's an intriguing choice. Um, today is Warwick Davis's fiftieth birthday. Hey, happy birthday! Um, when I say Warwick Davis, what's the first thing you think of? I think of Wicked the Ewok and Return of the Jedi, or I think of Willow. What about Professor Flitwick? Professor Flitwick as well. Or the Leprechaun. Or the Leprechaun. Ooh. He's had a heck of a career. Yeah. Um, I got to meet, um, not Wicked, one of, when I was doing the comedy bit at the Opry, one of the uh, other Ewoks from Star Wars just happened to be in Pigeon Forge doing a signing, and he decided to come... See the show. Yeah. 
Hey. He was not a named Ewok, but he had all these pictures on his phone. He was there. He was an Ewok. That counts. So it was pretty cool. Um, so, did you see any of the Super Bowl? Not when much. I say I, that? I saw did the, you see the commercials? I saw the parts that people talked about. Yes. Okay. I heard something about a, a Google commercial that was supposed to be like a big tearjerker. I haven't seen that because I'm not interested in crying. Uh but I did see the MCU commercial, which, let's be real, that's really the only one that truly matters. Yes. What did you see? I saw um, Falcon throwing the shield into the tree, practicing mm-hmm. with it. Uh, we got to see some glimpses of WandaVision, like Vision and, and uh, Scarlet Witch in different settings. Yes. So it's like a multiverse type deal, I mm-hmm. guess. And there was like a little glimpse of the Loki show where I think he was saying something about like how he was going to break out or going to burn it down, something like that. But yeah, we also they showed a little bit of uh, um, who was the bad guy in Civil War? Oh, uh, Baron uh, Zemo. Zemo. Yeah, Zemo is back. I saw that little snippet uh, with Winter Soldier, so that'll be kind of intriguing to see them reconnect. You know, Um, if, if Mandalorian is just a little taste of what we're going to get out of the Disney Plus original series. I'm excited. Uh, for nerds, you know? Yeah. It's going to be fantastic, guys. Absolutely. And Did they you... say that, you know, these shows are so good and so important that you have to see them to keep up with what's going on in the movie. In the universe. In the so, film. Yeah. That'll be great. Um, and we got a really good Black Widow trailer. A new one? Uh, newest one. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen it. It was really good. Um, got to see a little bit more of... Uh, um, her talking like, you know, you know, she just got through Civil War. Mm-hmm. This takes place after Civil War. And in this dialogue, she's saying, before I had this family, I had another family. Right. And does a little bit more, gets a little bit more of Taskmaster, uh, which is really cool. Um, he looks awesome. Um, let's see. Uh, did you see the halftime show? I saw bits I and pieces it. of it. It was good. Powerful. Those two still... Got it. Yeah, Golly. Yeah. And they were killing it when we were in middle school. Yeah. In elementary school for J-Lo. J-Lo's 50 and Shakira's like 46 yeah. or something. It's so ridiculous. You go, girls. I'm 30. I can, <laughs> they've got more stamina than I do. Well, they are professionals. They are professionals. They are professionals. And they are not uh, drinking a lot of cherry Coke, probably. These cherry Cokes really slow us down. They do. They do indeed. My dietitian Kira, will not... Like that one bit. Sorry, Kira. Did we have we talked about Edge at all? Oh my gosh! You read my mind. Edge, the rated R superstar, the ultimate opportunist. Yeah, that guy returned at the Royal Rumble, and not just returned. Not like, oh, I'm the new GM. Cup of return. I can't take a bump. A new on-screen role. He returned. He was throwing spears out to everybody. He lasted to the top three of the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he had triple neck fusion. Something like that. Something that's supposed to be career ending. The narrative that he has given over the past nine years is that he will never get in the ring again. Yeah. Because it's just not worth the risk. I mean, he does have a family now and all that. But I guess <clears throat> modern medicine uh, mm-hmm. or something, Daniel Bryan, he had a similar deal yep. happen where... He thought he'd never wrestle again, and he's killing it now. He's been back for a couple years he held now. Held a title since he retired. All that stuff. 
Why not? Why not Adam Copeland as well? Edge. Oh so. my gosh, I was. Freak. I didn't. I was excited. I didn't think it was going to happen. I really didn't. I, like there was some like talk and chatter about mm-hmm. it. Like he's in Houston, and I was like, he can be in Houston all he yeah. bloody wants to. He can be backstage and watch the rumble the old and guys see his friends come around. You know, they do that all, all the time. time. But with his music, it man, I was like, okay. Yeah, it kind of took me a second to register what was happening. Then I was like, all right, okay, okay. okay. So I guess we will uh, catch him at WrestleMania this year. Very excited, which we're going. Yeah, we'll be there. Uh, The show will be there. It's in Tampa. We're going to dress as pirates. Yeah. Um, Maybe a a hybrid of pirate and wrestler. What are some of the names? that we were rowdy macho man randy pirate walk the plank brother let me tell you something rips his shirt eye patch on we should explain the reason we're dressing up as pirates is because that's the theme of wrestlemania it's, it's at like tampa the buccaneer stadium. buccaneer stadium so you've got the ship there it's pirate theme so why not dress as a pirate if you're going to wrestlemania let us know. We should have a pirate revolution. We should. The pirates should take over. They can't ignore us all. They can't. Can't stop us all. Um, we'll, we will bring a revolution like the Yes Movement did. Yes. It'll be the ARG Movement. Yes. I like it. So if you guys are going to WrestleMania, um, let us know. We'd love to meet up with some of y'all if you're listening. And maybe we'll bring some swag in the stadium with us. They'll be like, why are you carrying a bunch of 30 and nerdy hats? And be like, do you want one? <laughs> But uh, we're very excited, um, and that is the end of your News of Nerd. Need a commercial? How about a promotional video for your upcoming event or production? Let the coolest cats in town take care of you. The professionals at Freddy Cat have the knowledge, ability, and experience to serve all of your visual marketing needs. They do feature films, documentaries, corporate videos, commercials, music videos, and weddings. You can reach Freddy Cat Productions at 423-231-2839 or at freddycatproductions.com. And we're back. Yes. We have returned Mm -hmm. just in time to... On uh, some some video games, video huh? games, specifically specifically the top twenty video games of wow. the past decade. Um, say over the past decade, video games have have grown exponentially. Yes, um, we've gotten multiple new consoles. Um, handheld gaming has been rebooted to the next level. Even cell phones have become kind of a video game platform. Absolutely, with like Fortnite Mobile and Call of Duty Mobile. Um, and this new release of iTunes Arcade. So it's it's really a crazy thing to think about where we were the previous decade yeah. to now. Um, the 20 teens uh, have been a grand time for developers and game fans alike. Um, crowning the champion uh, personally is obviously a very subjective answer. So we could we would probably say the champion of the past decade was way different than this uh, list actually says and we would probably have different answers as well yeah um so what we did is we went off of ign's report um of the top 20 games by sales uh so these are all not subjective answers these Uh, are facts facts based off of money and the results might surprise you yes um i was a little surprised um (laughs) 
I was probably more surprised to see so much of the same title right. in the last decade. Right. Um, which really, if you look, um, if you look at the previous decade, which we will later, uh, we'll even get a glimpse of what the previous decade's top twenty was, just so we can have a little comparison, yeah. play a little game, see how things have changed. Yeah. Um, so I figured we would just go through the top twenty and and maybe talk a little bit about you know if we've played them, if we've not, um, if we even like that franchise or genre or whatever. Uh, so let's do descending order, starting with twenty. Uh, I'll start us out. Sounds good. Um, Star Wars Battlefront 2015. Yeah. Now, we played this. We did. Uh, quite a bit. We played this one together. Yes. Which together. we don't get to do very much. Uh, very but we rare. Did. It's very, very rare. Um, it was kind of fun. I liked it a lot. For a time. Yeah. It eventually got old. Yeah. And I'm. it didn't have a campaign with it. Yeah. Which was one thing that I felt was missing. And then they, the sequel, they did include a, a campaign. A cool with campaign. It, it was really, cool. really great. Good story. Um. But, I mean, it's Star Wars, so I'm going to be happy. Yeah. And I'm not one to play competitively, especially online, but I did play online a lot with this one. And I was okay. Yeah. Uh, but some people are far more dedicated than myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, I would get wiped out like 20, 20 uh, deaths to like my 10 kills. Yeah. You know? so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did like it kind of felt... Uh, like an old school split screen game to where like you'd beat one tier and then it would get a little harder each tier. Oh, yeah. And the waves of the bad yeah, guys. Yeah, the waves of the bad guys would come in and then before you know it you got an ATST on your tail. Yeah. And it was really cool. Um I, w- I, I proved that I, I'm I'll be the first to say it. In those games and and our friends Caleb and Brett, they would happily say the same thing about Halo. I'm not the best teammate in these games um, because when I'm told, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to edge this cliff. Strategy. We're going to take this slowly. I am Leroy Jenkins. I do bust in with the grenade launcher saying, I'm taking this all down. Um, (laughs) That is me. Um, I have have not grown out of that. So uh, this is why we don't play together. It might be. Uh, did you ever play the original Battlefront, like from the early 2000s? Lord, uh, no, actually I did not. Yeah. That was uh, original Xbox, correct? Uh, I played it on the PC back might then. might be a PC game, yeah. Um, I've never been a big PC gamer. Me neither, except I for tried early on. to get into like the Warcraft oh, discs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not World of Warcraft, but like those old discs yeah. and Diablo 2. I played Diablo 2. Um, but I've just never been a big PC gamer. Uh, I know there is a following out there, but um, like middle school, I was yes. a PC gamer. Yes. Uh, yeah. So shall we move on? Let's do it. The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild for the the new uh, Nintendo consoles, the Switch. Yes. Um, this is a very very popular game. I'm actually surprised that it's so far down on the list. Yeah. This is a huge open world game. I know people who have spent literally hundreds of hours playing mm-hmm. this game. Um, I had it in my possession for a short time, and I didn't play it once. Well, I think it's low on the list because, no offense to the, the old school platform, but Nintendo is, itself, I did not even dream or fathom in buying a DS or a Switch. 
or mm-hmm. any of those modern Nintendo games. Since the 64 went out, Nintendo has been out the door for me because they have not grown the way that the other platforms have grown. That's true. Big systems. <clears throat> and I'm not a handheld gamer anymore. I'm not. I did get the Switch because Mario was just fun to have. Yeah. Especially like, you know, a group a well, yeah. group thing yeah, like absolutely. everybody likes to play Mario Kart and all that stuff. But when I found out that they were doing uh, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on the Switch, I had to have a Switch. So I got it mainly for and that. Your purpose. thoughts on that game? It's okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hold up to the originals, not even by a long shot. I never even finished it. I will one day. Do you think it's because it's on a different platform? Um, no, it's just like the style of the game was a little different. Hmm. Um, I think it was uh, sort of made a little more child-friendly. Gotcha. You know, a little more kid-friendly. Gotcha. That's just me, though. Yeah. I um, I used to be a big Legend of Zelda fan. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, oh, even yeah. the old Game Boy games. But, you know, I just did not... I didn't buy one, so I couldn't play it. You. <laughs> you know, um, but heard great things. Uh, moving on, uh, number eighteen, Destiny. Yeah, did you play this? I did. I've actually still got it on my shelf. I think I did not. Destiny was sort of it. It reminded me a little bit of games like World of Warcraft. Obviously, a totally different style and, and game engine and, and all that stuff. The gameplay is completely different, but. And the fact that like you go in dungeons and there's you know enemies who are ranked and you have to level up to be able to fight them and you can gotcha. go on raids with teammates gotcha. and stuff like that. Uh, I just really remember the story kind of not making a lot of sense, okay. not very exciting. I know they did a sequel. I played it maybe twice. Okay, never could get into it. Um, yeah, I didn't even have an inkling to buy it when it came out. Um. And this is not like, like you know, we get epic video game trailers, almost the same way you get movie trailers, right? And I think I have become a snob in the fact that the trailer sells me before I even play it. But I feel like I've become that way because video games have become so expensive, I and I would hate to spend fifty five, sixty dollars on something and after a few minutes go, I hate this. Yeah, I just dislike it. And so, demos aren't a thing anymore. They're not. You know? That used to be where we judged, I'm getting it or I'm not. And I think that's because maybe they saw sales dwindle with demos. Yeah. Because they, they're automatically so going, I'm not getting it. People basically realize that, uh, oh, if we let people play the game first and they don't like yeah. it, we're not going to sell any copies. It's Russian roulette. So, it's a crapshoot. You know? Yeah. So... Um, well, people put out you know unfinished games all the time. Mm-hmm. The recent WWE game is oh, an example gosh. of that. It was just I haven't played it myself, but I've no. seen the videos. I've heard everything about it. It's a it complete was disaster. Obviously unfinished and, and a nightmare. I'm sort of one of those people that feels like buying the extra content. Like they know in advance we're going to release downloadable content later on. Well, mm-hmm. I'm paying for the game now. I feel like I should get it now. I don't feel I don't like need that. patches. Don't send me patches I, yeah. in three months. I want the game good now. But that's just the old uh, old school old old, old man in me. <laughs> get off our lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, we got Battlefield Four. I did not play it. I didn't either. Uh, it's a war game. <laughs> There's battles on fields, and <laughs> potentially four of them. <laughs> There's now been four of them. <laughs> um, so we'll go ahead and combine these. 17 and 16. 17 is Battlefield 4. 16 is Battlefield 1. I did play a little bit of it because it was in the Game Pass a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Reminded me a little bit of like a modern, or uh, not modern warfare, um, Medal of Honor. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. those? Yeah, I do. I did not dislike those. I liked those pretty good. Uh, the first three. <laughs> then it just got ridiculous. Um, so, yeah. Battlefield 4 and Battlefield 1. Uh, moving on. We have Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Mm-hmm. So that's 17, 16, and 15 war games. Right. All war games. Did you play Infinite Warfare? I can't remember. Uh, I did not. I might have. I've played a lot of the Call of Duties just because I really enjoy the campaigns. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a solo player, you know. I'm not much yeah. of a multiplayer guy. Uh, so I did play through a lot of those because I enjoy the shooter games and I enjoy the, the story behind them. But I honestly can't remember. I know there's one of those Call of Duty games where you start out like you're in a spaceship. It could be that one. A spaceship? Yeah. Weird. Oh, yeah. Very futuristic. Yeah, maybe that's why I stopped liking them, because I liked the old school the history. World War II yeah. feel and all that. Um, number 14. Mario Kart 8. <laughs> I did play this. I did, too. A lot of it. My sister-in-law, Beth Ann, could wipe the floor with anybody in Mario Kart. Uh, challenge accepted. I <laughs> might want to rethink that, buddy, because I thought that way, too. And then she's... She didn't mess around with Mario Kart. I think she's had too much uh, time on her hands. Because she, I mean, like right out the gate, the light turns green and she's like half Zoom. a mile ahead of me. <laughs> she hits that boost. She's crazy. Um, I've, been, I've enjoyed the Mario Kart games ever since the Super Nintendo one, since the beginning. Right. It's literally just Mario, Luigi, Toad, Peach, Donkey Kong, and... Bowser. Bowser. Did you ever... Like in recent times, try to go back and play. I tried to play sixty four. Oh man, that's still that's manageable. Rainbow old, Road is still my stuff, man. Nobody the old uh, the old racing games like Super Nintendo and early yeah. Nintendo sixty four. They are so so difficult because so you, bad. you can't tell where you're going. No. The horizon just sort of keeps coming at you. Yeah, real fast before <laughs> and you know then, what's boom, happening. They're supposed to turn. Yep. <laughs> uh, there was an arcade game like that. Um, the, and the 64 game I had that was a racing, it was, uh, it was a Lamborghini racing was game. Was it Cruising USA? That was the arcade game. Okay. That was like that. But I had a Lamborghini racing game for Nintendo 64 and it was the hardest game I have ever played in my life. <laughs> I was like, this is not how you drive. This isn't even how you drive on <laughs> a video old game. Talent. This is not how this you drive. This cannot Come be on. driving. I don't want to drive if this is what it's like. Uh, so, uh, enjoyed Mario Kart. Uh, moving on, we got number thirteen, The Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. Yeah, uh, I have played this since its inception, um, since it came out in Lord twenty twelve, sounds 2013, about right. around 20, there, maybe even before then. To be honest, it has been out for years. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, hopefully, we'll people still play it. Get an announcement soon about a six. Yeah, um, and people are still playing it because they keep coming out with these funny mods. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that you can, and they've got the, like, the special edition, and with the special edition that's now on, uh, Game Pass, um, comes just mod after mod after mod. You can turn them on, turn them off. I don't so know if can, I've talked about this on the show or not, but someone introduced me to the Macho Man mod. Yes, you have. Where the, the, the dragon. dragons are Macho Man, yes. they've got the boots and the hat, and they're going, <laughs> oh, yeah, into the top of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when makes, they blow fire. Makes me laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard. Um, 
like I uh, I've had mods turned on like Geralt of Rivia's armor. Oh, okay. Which is pretty cool. Oh. Um, I have gotten to wear um, uh, Targaryen armor, which mm. is cool. Um, there's there's one mod that um, you fly, but it's not flying. It's literally like you're just running in the sky <laughs> and it's it's pretty humorous it's it's like you just basically turn gravity off you could do that in the old uh, jedi knight dark forces games on like the pc and really and stuff you know I, elder scrolls is something that i just really want to like i feel like i would really enjoy the story and the work because yeah. i love fantasy and all that stuff I have tried, I don't know, probably four different times to get mm-hmm. into Skyrim, man, and I just can't do it. It's just not for me. I, I I like it, I think, because it's got a big Game of Thrones feel. Right. With the dragons and the different, I mean, there's even a a town called Windhelm, which is very, that whole area is very Winterfell. Yeah. Uh, so, I still like it. Um, I hope we get a six soon. Um this is probably the first time where I'm going to say on this list, I feel like it should be a little further ahead than I'm, it is. I'm surprised by yeah. it, actually. Um, shall we move on? We're going to go ahead and combine 12 and 11. So number 12, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019 would be the remake of the old... Uh, yes. The Modern original Warfare. Modern Warfare, which came out, I guess, in like 2008 or nine. Yeah. And then 11, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. So I'm... Like we talked about about Infinite Warfare earlier, I can't keep track of which ones I've played and which ones I haven't. Yeah, I um, know I played the original Modern Warfare. Not I did the, too. Not the new one. No, the original one that came out in the early 2000s. Advanced Warfare. If I knew what year it was, I could probably tell you. Um, if I was still working at GameStop, I would get excited about the Call of Duty games a lot more, and yeah. uh, I would play them when was, I was working. And there. the storylines are good. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't play either one of those. <laughs> So number 10 on this list is Minecraft. Minecraft is still pretty popular. Uh, the kids talk about it a lot at school. I never played it myself. It was yeah. never something I got into. But Minecraft is one of those things like kids wear the shirts and they mm-hmm. have the merchandise that goes the, along with the it. sword or your pickaxe or yeah. whatever the heck that comes with your character. You can like build your own little worlds and mm-hmm. everything. And I know that's something that you would actually probably really enjoy because... Yeah. There was the thing on Fortnite where you could build your own little islands on Fortnite, yes. and you would spend a lot of time doing yes. that. Uh, I think it's, I think it's the graphics. I've been spoiled by the. Oh uh, yeah. I want it to look real. Yeah. And Minecraft's not real enough for me. But Fortnite is. But, but yeah, I guess <laughs> Fortnite. It does know. look better than Minecraft. Yeah. Um, but I have not played it. I remember when I was teaching. Um, it was a uh, on all the iPads. At school, and it was a reward, so kids could earn yeah. thirty minutes on the iPad. And, and they, they love that all stuff. they do is play Minecraft. Uh, moving on, how about nine and eight? will combine again. Yeah, if that's not a big clue for you, <laughs> number nine, Call of Duty Black Ops Four. I remember when there was only a Black Ops One yes. back in my day. We had to shoot up hills both ways. <laughs> <laughs> and then number eight, Call of Duty WW Two. I did play this one. I don't know if I did or not. I did play this one because when I saw that World War Two, I was like, <gasps> is, "Is this one pretty new?" Um, yes, but it also. Well, I've got the Google right in front of me. Why don't I just 
find out about that. Black Ops 4, I think I played. Um, if I remember correctly, you are the son of the character you played in the first three Black Ops, if I remember correctly. If I'm wrong, somebody please correct me. There are just so many Call of Duties I cannot um, keep counting. Call of Duty World War Two came out in... November of 2017, so it is pretty recent. I do remember this. Looking at the picture, it's got the guy with the helmet. He's yeah. got his hands on his gun. Yeah, I did want to play that, and I never did. Um, so, I liked it because it was World War II, yeah. and it was a nice change of pace from the modern era war. I think I would like it, too, because one thing about the modern warfare games that I didn't like was like you had to control robots and yeah. you know weird things like that, and I hated all that. I just Send want all to your like, drone. Just, I want to be a soldier. I just want to run people. around and shoot stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, again, uh, that goes along with the theme of this show. This title of this episode is both of those are war games. Number nine, Black Ops 4. Number eight, World War 2. Number seven, Red Dead Redemption 1. Oh, yeah. We liked these. Mm-hmm. This was an enjoyable game. We liked the first one. I did like Very the first one. Very much so. Um, I loved the character. Sad ending. Yeah. Sad ending. Kind of sucked. Didn't see it coming. <laughs> Um, now the sequel was uh, technically a prequel. If, yes, if I remember correctly. Yes, the sequel came out a couple years ago, and it's actually set before the first Red Dead Redemption. And I, you know, I know it's been very popular, and I guess the reason that it's not on this list is because it came out close to the end of the decade. It yeah, came out like late 2018. Yeah, so it's not really had time to uh, match and rebuy and rebuy all rebuy. these games, yeah. but uh, the sequel was. Superb, absolutely excellent, beautiful, like a beautiful oh, yeah. world. Yeah. Like you it felt took like you were there. A long time to play through that game because the story just goes on and on forever. And you've got to do things like shower and clean your clothes and shave and, and eat. shave and eat. And yeah. it's like, Dad, government, <laughs> you're getting too real for me. Well, now. I mean, you can you cannot shower and people will react to you. Yeah, exactly. Which is a really cool little feature it's a to cool have. Aspect. But sometimes I wonder, like. Part of the idea of playing video games is to escape real life. Must we have to shave and... Stink at the same time? (laughs) Must our character smell bad? Uh, Moving on. Hey, I'll I'll take this one. Yeah, you go right ahead. I'm going to go ahead and save you all some time. And I want to give you numbers 6 through 2. Okay? (laughs) Call of Duty Ghost at number 6. 5. Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Number 4. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Number three, Call of Duty, Black Ops 2. And number two, Call of Duty, Black Ops. It Folks, literally sounds like a, a reward show, like you're reading off like, and the nominees are. <laughs> it's a lot of duty. <laughs> it is a lot of duty. Um, and there's just no call for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did you play any of those? <laughs> um, let's see. I... I did not play Ghost. <laughs> I think I did play Ghost. I played, did not play Black Ops 3. I did I play Black Ops. did play Modern Warfare 3. I mean, I didn't play that. I think that came out right when I started at GameStop. Yeah. Uh, Black Ops 2, I did not play. Black Ops 1, I did play, and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You got to play like through Vietnam and all that stuff, and the Kennedy yeah. assassination well, is a part and, of it. And, but the cool thing about Black Ops 1, 2, and 3 is you were one character. Through that whole trilogy. Mason. Okay. Was your name. It was really cool. Really cool. And four, you played Mason's son. Um, I I also liked those early Black Ops because they introduced us to the, the zombies. 
Nazi yeah. zombies. Oh yeah. Uh, which everyone loves that variant of game for Black Ops. Um, because everybody loves zombies. Yeah. I did not play Modern Warfare three. I got out of the Modern Warfare's pretty quick after the first one because it just. I don't know what it is about me. It just got too modern. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. Yeah, when no, I'm I hear you. Wanting to shoot, well, I want to shoot Nazis and all the computers and robots and spaceships yeah. that you have to fool with. Some people are into that stuff. Me, I was like, like ah, no, match the green with the screen so you track properly. You know, as this moves, yeah. you have to move this. And like, okay, am I playing a puzzle game or a war game? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, wow. I mean, you knocked that part out of the list. Like in a heartbeat, so that just leads to number one already, mm-hmm. and it's not a war game. It's not depending is, on well, depending on how you I play guess, it. Yeah, I guess it does depend on how you play it. So number one is Grand Theft Auto Five. Did you play it? I played it a lot. I enjoyed it. I love Grand Theft Auto. Five. I think Grand Theft Auto Five is one of my favorite games ever. Really? It's it really I've it replayed really is it good. multiple times. It's just I love a good long story, which this has. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have choices that you can make. Mm-hmm. You know that's in the game. Pretty big world. You know we love to run around and shoot stuff. That's a part of it. <laughs> yeah, There's humor fly. humor to it. You can there fly things. Humor. Sometimes I would spend just you know a, a big chunk of time just driving around, pissing off the cops. Yeah, how long it can last. The greatest thing happened one time. Somebody cut me off when I was leaving like one of our bases or something in the game, and they crashed into a telephone pole. And the firemen came, and the cops came. But they started bumping into each other, and they got into a fight. So the firemen were punching each other. And then more cops came, and it was just like people were getting punched out and dead and everything. You're just sitting in your car. Then, like, like something um... caught on fire, a car exploded. It was, I wish I had videoed it. You know, you can do that on your Xbox. Yeah. You can share things. I wish I'd Take done it. clips. That was yeah. the coolest thing ever. Um, That's the thing about it. Like, there's tons of, like, non-playable characters walking around yes you know and they react to what you do and it's great Uh, what i enjoyed is uh it had the grand theft auto feel that we you know loved from vice city and san andreas and gta3 um i did not like four maybe it was the russian aspect from playing nico uh i know when it came out logan and me tried to play it we just we tried it It we just did not like it. They tried to take you back to Liberty City, and Liberty City was changed too much. And I would be like, this is not yeah. Liberty City. That was GTA Before 3. Grand Theft Auto, Vice City was the real deal. That was my I game. I enjoyed Vice City. Yeah. That white Lambo, you get to drive around. Yeah, and sir. Purchase things like clubs and restaurants and stuff like that. It's kind of funny that I really had no interest in Grand Theft Auto. I'm, I remember when it was coming out, Yeah, and everybody was so excited about it. But this was my first year teaching middle school i had eighth grade that year <laughs> and the kids these boys were like oh mr d grand theft auto comes out today you're gonna get it and i was like no i don't care about that you know and they talked about it oh it's gonna be great it's gonna be so great and i was like you know what i'm gonna check it, it out i Just... want to check it out and then the next thing i know i'm sitting you know at the end of the day talking to the boys about the storyline in grand theft auto 5 and like yeah. which which buddy are you going to save? Are you going to try to save them both and all this? There's uh, a character in GTA Five that's played by a Walking Dead character. Mm-hmm. Um, he is Negan's right-hand man in Walking Dead. Trevor he's is kind the of character. the comedic redneck nut job 
<laughs> GTA Five. Yeah, the first scene that you see him in, he stomps a guy's head in. Yeah. And when he came out as uh, Negan's right hand, it's kind of the voice before we meet Negan in that early seasons of uh, that, that have Negan on it. So it's season seven. Yeah. Uh, late season six, early season seven, when he first showed up, I was like, oh my God, that's Trevor. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is Trevor. Like, because he was in the mocap suit as well for his GTA character. So I was like, I'm literally watching Trevor be not Trevor. He's Negan's right hand, so it's just weird. Um, they take like five or six years to to do those games, yeah, because they have to do the motion capture and the voiceover mm-hmm. work and all that, and the city building. The well, but the actors themselves also play multiple other characters too. Yeah. I found out, so it takes them a long time, and I'm sure there will be a Grand Theft Auto Six, but I bet it'll be quite a oh, while. Yeah, and I bet it'll be. I mean, they've got a lot to live up to. Was this five? being the number one game the of the decade. number one game, not of the year, of the decade. So, big shoes to fill. I say take your time, make it as good as it can possibly be, and let's Absolutely. see if they dominate the next decade. I hope they do. Um, I hope they do. Um, so, I thought we'd play a little game. Let's do it. That was top 20 of this past decade. Yeah. I would like to go and look at the past twi- top 20 of 2000 to 2009. The glory days. And let's compare to what sold then to what sells now. All right, let's do it. So, uh, we'll just do this pretty quickly and in descending order. Uh, So, number 20 was Madden NFL 06. Mm -hmm. Did you ever play any of the football games? I played, um, I think it was like 03 or 04 or somewhere around Mm -hmm. then. I did play that one, but I was never Do you remember the Blitz game where you could beat the crap out of each other? Yes. I did play that. I remember that. (laughs) I did play those. Number 19? GTA 4. We just talked about that. We were not massive fans, but no. it was number 19 in the, the previous decade. Number it's 18. Grand Theft Auto. It's oh, going to yeah, sell. GTA is going to sell um, because it's it's a therapeutic game, kind of, Yeah, if you think about it. Number 18, Halo 2. Mm. I did love the Halo games. Uh, it was very weird not to see a Halo at least four or five in I this past decade. I think that the, uh, the hype on Halo kind of died down. Yeah. Towards the end of the decade. Yeah, it did. So, moving on, number 17. Madden NFL 2009. That, that one I skipped, I think. Uh, moving on to number 16, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Just talked about this. Love a that favored one. game, probably in the history of gaming for me. Me too. Um, be interesting. Uh, we need to do another episode soon of us rating our top 20. We should. And we'll see how similar, how that- different. They would remake Vice City. Yeah. For the new system. Newer graphics for the new system. Uh, Leave all the voices and all that stuff. Just just remake with the graphics. Update it. Yeah. Uh, Number 15. I get all these. You do. Madden NFL 2008. Yeah. Um, 14. Halo 3. Um, It's a funny story about Halo 3. I had just started at Walter State. I had just got my first rebate check it was a lot of money because I got a lot of financial assistance from different grants and all that the first thing I bought was Xbox 360 with Halo 3 and we would spend hours at the BCM hours at the BCM playing Halo 3 you want to hear a funny story yes I got my Xbox 360 the same exact way at the same exact time 
fall of Walter State, Holy first crap. rebate check. What do I do? I go to GameStop and I get a 360, which also came with Halo 3. And I bet yours came with, and you probably don't remember, Fable 2. It did. It came with that as well. And I was far more interested in Fable than I was Halo. Yes. I liked the Fable games. I did like the They didn't make the cut. It's crazy. Any decade. It's crazy. Uh, Moving on. Another favorite of yours. Why? Why is this happening? Number 13. Madden NFL 2007. So we're descending in the years here. We had (laughs) had 09 as 17, 08 as 15, and 2007 as number 13. 07 was a good year, though. We graduated. We did. We did. Number 12, Rock Band 2. Yeah. Loved the Rock Band games, the reenacting of being in a band and just melting people's faces with my blue, yellow, green, red combos. Mm. He used to be pretty good at the old Rock Band. Yeah. I was was one of those guys that could play expert on most songs on the Mm -hmm. guitar. Because of our hand remember that a little bit. Yeah. Moving on. Guitar Hero 2. This one was huge for me. I remember like senior year, high school, maybe junior year, mm-hmm. like all the, the guys in choir, yeah. we would get together and we would play rock rock band and Guitar Hero and stuff, uh, yeah. Guitar Hero 2 specifically. Me and Caleb and Matt Grooms would, would eat this game alive and we played it so much that, not on expert, but on hard, on YYZ by Rush. There's no words, it's just guitar. Yeah. I could put my back to the screen and play it on hard, memorized, and I could, almost get 100% every time. I could do that with uh, Message in a Bottle. Yeah. I, the first time I did it to Caleb and Matt, <laughs> I had been practicing at my house. They also had it. So when I'd be at Caleb's, I finally, like, I practiced it enough. I was like, okay, I th- I'm getting pretty close to 100%. So I just turned around, looked at them, performed it, got 98%. They were like, What? Was that what sorcery? Is <laughs> and I was this? just like that. Was my retirement that my, song? <laughs> that, my friends, is dedication. <laughs> That's dedication. Moving on, we've got number ten: Call of Duty: World at War. And they strike back. Boom! They do Call of Duty? Call of Duty. Now, is this the first? Now, this is the first Call of Duty we've seen in this list of it the is. previous decade. And you said earlier the thing about zombies being in Black Ops. I think that zombies actually started it's in this debuted one. debuted in World at War. I think yes. so. Yeah. Uh, that was the first time we got to see Nazi zombies. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on. Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas. So we've got two Grand Theft Autos on this list so far. Three. Three. Four by San Andreas. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so three Grand Theft Autos. Like we said, Grand Theft Auto is going to sell people. And it's been around... For longer than most people know. Oh, yeah. I mean, GTA 1 and 2 were like those terrible PlayStation 1 games that the view is down. It's like mm-hmm. a bird's eye view. The whole game is a bird's yeah. eye view. I tried to go back and play that one time, and it was impossible. Oh, yeah. Um, so San Andreas I liked. Um, it gave me a very 90s hip-hop vibe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> get to hear all the 90s hip-hop like Easy e and Tupac and all that on the radio. This was the first one that I can recall where you could like go to the gym and increase your strength yes. and your stamina and Muscles. all that stuff. You needed to eat. You yep. could keep a girlfriend. And Sam Jackson vo- voiced a character in it. Of he course was the, he did. He was a, the main cop. He was a bad guy. Um, but yeah, I remember San Andreas. So moving on. Number eight, Mario Kart Wii. <laughs> I didn't play this one. I oh, did, yes, I did. Yes, I, I did. played it... Um, but I did not have a Wii. I played it at uh, um, a friend's house. I was terrible at it. 
because I can never quite figure out like how to hold the Wii mm. motes and and do things right. Yeah. Um. I was thinking they did a Mario Kart for the Wii U. I think. Yes, they That's did. That's the one that yes. I never played. Yes. But I did play this one. Um, moving on. I'll I'll go ahead and and take these because <laughs> I'm getting all the repeats. <laughs> Seven and six, folks. Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare. So I guess that's the original, the, the OG original Modern, Modern Warfare. Warfare, and I did play that. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, the sequel to the to the original Modern Warfare, and I played that one as well. I did too. I think that's where I stopped playing the I modern can't games. tell you anything about the storyline. I uh, don't remember anything about it, but I did play it. I think you are Modern Warfare. You started no different storyline. It might be it's like where you start as Soap and Price. I think so. Yeah. A lot of it is based in the Middle East. Yeah. I think that's where you start with the characters, Price and Soap. They just, the new revamped one is a younger Price from these games. Gary Oldman did the voice of Price. Yes, he did. It's phenomenal. Fun fact. Um, Which, I mean, he could play him in a live action movie because they made the game character kind of look like Gary Oldman. Uh, So, moving on, number five. Guitar Hero World Tour. Yeah. Now this was the first Guitar Hero that brought in all all the other instruments because Rock Band had already done it. Yep. Um, this brought in the bass, the drums, um, and I always had my sister Peyton. If ever I was on drums, she would just grab the pedal, and I'd say, "Whenever you see that yellow line pop up, you push that pedal, okay?" Because I couldn't do a double bass. You know, you I could. Couldn't, I couldn't see saw my foot. You had the option of leaving the bass part out. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? You could go to the options of the game and you could uh, check no bass for the drum set and you could totally skip that. Huh. Because a lot of people had a hard time with that. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> now you know, 12 years something later. Again, something that should have been brought uh, to my attention yesterday. Fun fact, early college days mm-hmm. when I lived uh, at the Scenic House, we yeah. played this game a lot. We did. We would rock out to, uh, there was... What I've done from Lincoln Park was That's on there. Right, we'd overplay the heck out of that one. Yeah, we did. Um, I was a big Lincoln Park guy, but around that time, yes, you were. I was a, anywhere really, we'd go, and there was a piano. You would play the piano version of uh, Numb. Numb. You'd be like, everybody, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch me. Everyone, shut up <laughs> and watch me. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> and I'd be yeah. in the corner, like everyone, watch. Bach over here. You're exaggerating a little bit. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. We've got number four. We, we play. play. We play what? I don't know. I don't know what this is. I don't know. What do we play? Well, let's let's find out. Oh, Google. <laughs> well, what is Google. what is Google. we play? Yeah, I think it's the avatar. Oh, yeah, you okay. avatar. Uh, yeah, this is like you could play like. Tennis, tennis, skydiving, bowling, and darts, and okay. things like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I, like, didn't, I didn't personally. There was me. one where you could do something similar to duck hunt on it. Table tennis, you know, like Forrest Gump. You mean ping pong? Same thing. <laughs> uh, there was a tank game, stuff like that. Battle tanks. This came out in two thousand seven, February two thousand seven. I didn't personally own a Wii. So I did for a time, but Peyton I just had didn't one, do much but I never was allowed to go in a room to play it. So Big Brothers just sucks. never played Wii. Um, number three, Rock Band, the original the Rock OG. Band. 
kind of took what Guitar Hero did and expanded on it, it a little better. bit and made it better. Yeah, vocals, uh, drums, uh, guitar. And bass. And bass. Uh, or you can always do a second guitar, yeah, yeah, rhythm yeah. and lead. Um, one of the craziest things I've ever seen is I also, just a few years ago, know, learned that there was an option on Rock Band and these Rock Band games to where you could... Turn um, off the bass pedal? That no, was today. jerk. Um, we used to have these Rock Band nights at uh, Kelly's house, Kelly Ward, yeah. from the Theater Guild. And David Horton, who is this... He's one of those that a lot of the things he touches just it turns to gold. Uh-huh. And it's bullcrap, is what it is. And... He's like, have you ever seen Freehand? You can set your solos to Freehand in the options. And I went, what? So he turned on Freebird. And instead of the regular, it's just this red screen, and he can Freehand his own mm-hmm. solo. to, And he would tear it up. I bet he did. And I was like, I hate him. <laughs> I mean, it was beautiful. I was like, I'm jealous. Because then I, I tried Freehand solo. Didn't sound the same <laughs> When I did it. Bless your heart. Because I'm like, I'm going to throw a little bit of green, blue, red. Doesn't sound good, okay. <laughs> but um, I loved the rock band. I wish I was, I was, wish that they would make a comeback kind they of. They tried to do uh, another Guitar Hero. It was like thing. live streaming thing. It was it? terrible. They changed all the controls. They got rid of the, the color thing. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I played it like three times and said, I'm done with this. Now, what was cool about it was that like the song you were playing, they showed the music video in the background. I did like that rather than looking at the okay. the you know video game characters on a stage. Doing terrible dances. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But other than that, the gameplay itself, awful, garbage. Well, maybe they'll fix it and reboot it one day. I think they should. We can raise our kids on... And we will create a family band. And well, we will, actually, I we have will a tour around the world. I have a rock band guitar sitting it. right there. I see it. Um, and you could actually use that on Guitar Hero sometimes. Do you Didn't, still have either one of those? Games? I have. I have Guitar Hero Aerosmith. Gotcha. And I think I have Guitar Hero Two, but oddly enough, the guitar does not work on Guitar Hero Two. Do you remember when we played the Beatles version? <laughs> yeah, at a, a cast party. Yeah, for the first Wizard of Oz, and we were just we the whole night we were in character. Yeah, we were the, the Beatles. Beatles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on, number two, we fit. How many moms do you know? Back when we were in college, who said, "I'm going to get away. I'm going to do the Zumba. I'm going to do the We Fit. I'm going to lose thirty five pounds. Honey, I'm going to be in shape from I'm, this video game. We're going to look good next summer. I'm telling you." I think some people did have some success with it. Yeah. I but, mean... But uh, I was not one of those people who was interested in Wii Fit, to be honest. Oh. I remember... It, like to shoot things. At GameStop, though, those darn balance boards that they came out with with the Wii Fit. Oh, gosh, I guess yes. they weighed you and stuff. Those things were like the friggin' blight of yeah. of GameStop. People would bring them in to resell them and stuff. And we had piles and piles of these things that went with Wii Fit. Oh, man. It was like a tower of Wii Fit balance boards in the back of the store. So, I remember those well. (laughs) Moving on to uh, number one, the number one selling video game of 2000 through 2009 is... Let me give you a little... And we need a drum roll, Sergeant. 
Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock. Wow. It's kind of hard to believe that that's the number one game of that decade, of 2000 through 2009. I I don't think it's unbelievable, because if you look at this list, if you remember the impact that those type of games made uh, in that decade... Well, I mean, we've got tons of memories about these games. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I agree with that aspect of it, but 2 was so much better than 3. Yeah. 3 was the one where you could do the battles, the guitar battles that you could have in that yes. game. Like, you know, you'd be against somebody and you could do little uh, moves that, like, you know how you could do the star power thing? You could yeah. flip the guitar and it would give you extra points on this. Yeah. You could build things up. And when you do your star power, it sends like a mess up to your opponent. Yes. So like their buttons would be backwards yes. or upside down or the strings yeah. would break. It was so frustrating. Yeah. Um, I played it a little bit, not as much as I played the, uh, once Rock Band became a thing, Guitar Hero kind of went out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really play this. I played it at a friend's house if they had it, but I didn't own it. Right. Um, but yeah, so let's make a little comparison. <laughs> So this past decade, the decade of war games, as you so aptly named the episode, yes. and the decade before is, I guess, the decade of rock. Of rock, yeah. In games. Absolutely. Or a decade of, I want to be in a band. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because we were in a band together once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were. <laughs> we were. We played no music. We took some We took great some great pictures. Though. pictures. <laughs> um so yeah, that's I think the comparison's fun to do. Um when I was working on these uh notes uh for this episode and I'd already kinda of marked out like, okay, I'm already done with this past decades. Huh. I wonder what the previous decades was. So I looked it up and I was like, Wow. A lot of music. And maybe now it's a lot of massacre. Maybe when we do our nerding in the nineties part deux. Yes. We shall also Discuss some of the top video games of that decade. Yes. I bet that will be very exciting. Of time. It's got to be up there. Number one. WCW NWO Revenge? Yeah. Come on. Mario 64? I would say Come that one and two are either GoldenEye or Ocarina of Time. GoldenEye's got to be at least in the top three. Three. Goodness gracious. Absolutely. You know, I have, I have 64 and GoldenEye. I have a 64, but I don't have GoldenEye. We should. I have mostly just the wrestling games. We should crank it up. I'm, I'm definitely done. taking it to Atlanta with me. Um, so uh, there's definitely some familiar titles though in this list, with like GTA and Call of Duty. Um, and I would have to say that I was kind of shocked that, like I told you earlier, Halo Four and Five did not make it in this past decade. But you're very right. The steam kind of slowed down. Uh, one. Some things that I'm shocked that were not in this past decade. Yeah. Fortnite. Well, I see what you mean by that, but Fortnite's free to play. It is. You don't really have so to purchase how would the game. They, you purchase costumes. The weird thing is, it's made so much money on those purchases, and none of those purchases help your character be better in the game. Yeah. They're not upgrades. It's not like, it's a, oh, I can fun. shoot faster. It's, oh, I can... Dress as a T Rex, yeah, you know, and my glider can be a great white shark, and my, it's like they've some, sold so much. Some people are just easily amused. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think what's interesting about it is that you know, for so long it's been you buy the game, you play the game, you play online or whatever. Yeah. Now it's like you get the game. Sometimes you get the game for free, but there's pay to play and there's pay to get extra things. Like 
I am addicted to, I get such a hard time about it from you and, and my wife and everybody. There's this wrestling game that I play on my phone that I've just been addicted to for like two years. I'm in a, I'm in the top 25 factions in the entire world, by the way. Just want to <clears throat> throw that out there. It's Bejeweled. It's basically like Bejeweled. That's all it is. But it's wrestlers and stuff. <laughs> but like the people who are really good at the game are the people who spend money on the game. I, I don't spend money on the game. There was a game, a mobile game, that we were addicted to. You, me, and Becky. That we also spent quite a bit of money on. Is it the Family Guy game? Yes. I actually uh, opened that up and played it a little bit like three or four days ago. Yeah. I kept I up with had, it for a while. I have not played it in a long time. In that game, you could like it. build your own Quahog and uh, unlock all the characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love unlocking things and collecting there's things. There's a success to it. You're just, yeah. There's like this feeling of, ha, ha, ha. That's like the wrestling game. Like you, you get all the all the wrestlers and you level them up and build them up and stuff. I have a roster of like 160 wrestlers. From different Different eras, yeah. Then yeah. you, you have to collect tokens to upgrade them. So if you don't want to spend the time like farming for the tokens or for coins to upgrade them for free, which mm-hmm. is what I have to do, you can fork out some money for a chance at the things you need. You don't get to pick what you want or what you get. You you pay for basically chances like gambling. Yeah. Okay. And the top, the number one faction in the world, I was told, uh, the number one group in this game, one of the guys in that group is like a prince in Saudi Arabia or something. So he just like spends unlimited amounts of money on the that game. he's probably getting through email scams. Who knows? <laughs> that, you know, so he doesn't have to put in the work in the game, really. He just buys whatever he wants, and his whole faction benefits from it as well. Yeah. So they're like number one in the world. Speaking of that earlier generation, do you remember when that was a big thing? Going around, you'd get an email from a prince in Saudi Arabia? No, I or, never got that. And that you'd get an email from this prince saying like his money has been frozen. I've heard about it before. But he's yeah. he just needs a hundred dollars from you and he'll send you back a thousand as a thank you. I never got it. The so prince was never many interested in people me. lost so much money to those. I guess the prince knew I didn't have a hundred dollars. I didn't know that I wouldn't give it to him. I gave you, I, I, I got you a dollar. <laughs> I got you a dollar. So uh, now that we've discussed uh, not just the past decade but the previous, um, I'm curious. Uh, what titles do you feel um, may have gotten the shaft? Oh, my Lanta. Uh, I, for one, am shocked. There's no Arkham titles. I'm not really shocked by that. Well, maybe the the fourth one, Arkham Knight. Yeah. That one was very popular. A little surprised that that didn't make the cut. Uh, the Fable games in the, the, Fallout. the previous decade. Fallout. Definitely. Where's Fallout? Why no Fallout? I don't know. So this just goes to show that there's so many people who are gamers, you know, and they only play these war games. The yeah. Call of Duties and the Battlefields mm-hmm. and uh, whatever else yeah. there are. They only play those competitive online shooter games, yeah, and that's it. It's still uh, kind of making the way through uh, popularity, but not just Arkham and Fallout. Um, so, do you think that Rogue One came out? Rogue One, uh, Fallen Order came out way too late. Yeah, and Star Wars is so specific. You know, yeah. I don't think that that's one that I don't really see any Star Wars game making the top. 10 list except for like Knights of the Old well, Republic Battlefront made it but it's well that's true 
It was last, though. It was last. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I'm kind of shocked Arkham didn't make it because it's Batman. It'd be different if I were shocked that other nerdy stuff didn't make it, but I just feel like I thought Batman would be somewhere. None of the Need for Speed games... Resident Not, Evil didn't make it. No uh, FIFA. Mortal Kombat. Games. Mortal Kombat. Come on. It's just crazy. Because how many of these do you think you actually played? I mean, Less than half? Hit or miss, man. Both of these it's, lists, less than half? And the problem with the Call of Duty games is that they just sort of blend together. I can't yeah. keep up with which ones I play. Kind of like those Max Payne games. Oh, man. You know, they just the same thing. You walk into a room, shoot a bunch of people. You cry a little bit. And there's a story. And there's and a story. You, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know where Call of Duty can go. I really don't at this point. It's kind of like Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, man. Like, there's like 12 of those. There's nine now. And did you see who's playing Dom's brother? John Cena. I didn't see him. No. I heard. I, I heard. didn't see him there. No, that's I mean, where he's he's been there the entire time in the franchise. You just couldn't see him. Allegedly, 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 he's been there. So that's it for our video game conversation. Um, we would like to hear from you. Uh, we're I know we're repeating that a lot. We want to hear from you because we like to hear from you. Um, Talk to me, please. Are there video games that you feel that got the shaft? Or maybe should have been number 10 instead of number 2 or something like that. Please let us know. You know where to contact us. We tell you every episode. Um, so next week, um, we're going to have a nice nice conversation um, about the cute side of the nerd world. It can be cute. It can be very cute. I think we're pretty cute. Yes, we are. So we're since Valentine's Day is upon us, it is... Next week is Valentine's Day. Is it really? Yes. Oh, man. I've got some work to do. Saturday. Holy cow. Friday. Next Friday. Next Saturday. Next Friday. Next Friday is Valentine's Day. So we thought we would discuss, not list, because we just did a list. Yeah. We did a Gotham list. Ranking is hard. Ranking is very difficult. So we're just going to talk about some of the best nerd couples in our minds. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Like Superman and Lois Lane. Everyone knows of that. Everybody loves them. Everyone loves them. And how about some more obscure couples that only certain nerds would know, like Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Yes. 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 Or, uh... Huh. See? You're going to have to tune in, too, because you can't can't even think of it. Stephanie and H. Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. How about... Han and Leia. Han and Leia, that's a very good, very good couple of the nerd world. We may even have to get the listeners to vote on who the power couple of the nerd world is after that week. Well, yeah, we'll let them decide. Yeah, they can decide. I think just, we've debated this before. We disagreed. We I think we did disagree. We did. We did. We'll talk about that we will. next time. Absolutely, next time. Uh, we want to thank our Patreon supporters. Um, if you're interested, you can check us out at patreon.com slash 30andnerdy. Also, all you listeners, thank you. This has been fun. Um, like Josh said earlier, this is my last one for a while live. Uh, this has been fantastic. I'm glad that you chose me to go down this little fun adventure. Um, I know it's not ending, uh, but it will definitely be very different looking at a wall as opposed to 
uh, your ugly mug. Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, this has been fun, and I can't wait to see where else 30 and Nerdy goes uh, in the future. Only uh, to infinity and beyond. Absolutely. Right? Because you are the, the buzz to my woody. Absolutely. You've got a friend in me, my friend. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so thank you all for listening, and I guess we will catch you all next week. We will catch you nerds later. been listening to the 30 and nerdy podcast with your hosts josh davis and tyler mcdaniel brought to you by advertising expressions encore theatrical company and freddy cat productions 30 and nerdy is a next wave podcast and a bad cast company production be sure to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter join the conversation using the hashtag 30 and nerdy pod find us in the pod nation on podchaser.com and rate this episode Got something to say? Let us know. Email us at 30andnerdypod at gmail.com. Cheers to you, nerds. I'm reading the end of it, and that's all, folks.